This episode is going to be basically how to recession-proof your business. I am on a lot of Facebook groups for lash artists, and I see a lot of people talking about how their clients are dropping off, they're not making enough money anymore, and they want to get a quotation second job or like a more stable career. And I don't want you to have to do that. So I want to teach you how whenever I lose a couple of clients, I immediately have a couple of more clients. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm client. Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hey babe, happy Friday. Welcome back to Lashy Hour. If you are new, hello, hi, my name is Lizzie. I am your host. You know what's funny is I usually, I'm like all about branding and I wrote a little intro out because I think it's important to have the same little intro. And that was the first time that I've never looked at my intro. It just came out. I just said it. You know, you're feeling good when it's, I'm feeling way more comfortable now being a podcast host, being someone that you come and listen to every single week. Sometimes it really, really blows me away when I haven't posted to my Instagram yet or haven't sent an email out yet about like this week's episode. And then I look to see how many views I have. Now, I don't make money off this podcast whatsoever. Like this is making me zero dollars, but I love being able to sit here for 20 to 30 minutes because I love talking and Instagram won't allow me to do that. So making zero dollars from this truly is the fact that I enjoy doing it. I know you guys enjoy it as well, but the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast onto when I upload my podcast, I can see like all of my podcast episodes that I've released. And then I can also see the only thing I can really see is I can't see who subscribes, who unsubscribes, who liked or listened to the whole episode. I can't see any of that individual insight. But what I can see, the only thing I can see is how many listens I have. And it truly, truly blows me away when, like I said, I haven't posted on my story yet. I haven't sent out an email yet. And I look at my views and I look at my listens and I already have so many of you listening, which truly means you guys are my besties. You guys come to listen to me and you look forward to listen to me every Friday. So I hope that I brighten up your Friday. I'm absolutely loving this. And I can't believe that this will be episode 24. There are 52 weeks in a year. I've almost been doing this for half a year. That is crazy. Anyway, let's catch up. I'm not going to hold the secret back anymore. Like I just said, you guys are my besties. I have a secret to tell you and it's so freaking exciting. You know that thing I've been teasing you for, not teasing you for, but like teasing you about the last, I want to say like two, three weeks maybe, because this was not an impulse decision, but it was something that came around a lot faster than I thought it was going to be. My goodness, your girl, I am getting a boob job. I'm so excited. I am like all for you want to get surgery, you want to lip filler, change your hair, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Live your best life. Do it for you and you only. Don't get surgery for somebody else. Don't get surgery for external validation. Only get surgery for internal validation. And that truly is what I'm doing. I want to get personal. I'm like an A cup. Okay. Like I've got no boobies. And I remember being like 13 or 14 years old, always hoping and wishing when 
when are my boobs coming in? When are they coming? They're late. Like, are they going to arrive? Like, you get to the point where you're like 19, and you're like, okay, I think I've gone through puberty already. I think that if they were coming, they would have been here already. So disappointing. They never came. They never arrived. It's fine because now I'm making big girl money. I'm an adult making adult money and I am going to do something that is going to make me very, very happy. So I've been saving a lot of money for this. I've been saving for a long time now and I went for a consultation a couple of weeks ago. Do you want to hear the long story? Let me tell you the whole story because it's fun. Um, so also PS, happy St. Patty's Day. So fun. Like go and enjoy a green beer today. But back to topic. I like I said, I've always wanted to have a boob job done. I have been wanting this for like 10 plus years, like almost 15 years now. And I finally decided to pull the trigger and go and get a consultation done. So I booked him with this one surgeon originally and it was for the end of January. And then I also found this other surgeon that did this different, really amazing natural technique. And I booked a consultation with him and that was for the end of March. So these consultations were like four months in advance. Like they book out, but I was like, Booking out that far means that you are the best at what you do. So I'm willing to wait. Excuse me. So what I did was I was just like, put it on the back burner, put it in the back of my mind, continued saving money, getting on with my life, whatever. Let me tell you on the same day, within the same hour, these surgeons are different surgeons. They are not working at the same clinic, like different areas of Toronto. And I got an email from both of the clinics Within the same hour, the first one who I was booked in for the end of January had emailed me and said that the doctor was going on medical leave indefinitely, so I couldn't get it in anymore. They had to cancel my appointment. And then the other clinic, the surgeon, he was actually out of the country on my consultation date, so they had to move it. So it was only slightly, but I don't have clients on Thursday, Friday. So I needed a Thursday, Friday. They couldn't get me in Thursday, Friday. They got me in on a Wednesday. She said, don't worry, love. Um, we'll have a consul- we'll have a cancellation come up. We'll just get you in for then and that'll be fine. So I'm like, okay, great, whatever. That sounds great. So as the time's creeping in, I'm like, okay, well, they haven't let me know if they have a cancellation yet. So I needed to, so I emailed them and I said, hey, do you have any cancellations yet? And she was like, yeah, I do. Actually, I have one for next Thursday at this time. And Thursdays I do offer after hours for my clients. So I charge more because I don't, not technically supposed to be working. Anyway, I was booked in with clients those days. So I had, I'm, honestly, I'm the worst person at responding. You send me a text message, email, whatever. You're trying to get a hold of me. I am difficult to get a hold of. I've responded in my head, but just not back to you. Anywho, I forgot to respond back to her that it didn't work. Anyway, I got an email and it said, um, please confirm your appointment for next week. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I didn't, I didn't confirm that. So I emailed her and I said, Hey, I'm so sorry. That doesn't work out for me. Can I just keep my original appointment time? And she responded with, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I gave your appointment time to somebody else. The next Thursday, Friday I can get you in for is the middle of April. It was fine, whatever. I'm not going to get angry about it. Disappointing. And then she was like, are you sure you don't have any availability for next week? Because I have so many cancellations for next week. It's a weird week. So I was like, you know what? Weirdly enough, the universe, the wake pulls through. I had tried to book off that week because I wanted to work on my business that week. But with just the amount of clients that I have, it is difficult for me to take off like a full week easily. So I think I worked like a full day Monday, no clients on Tuesday, half a day, Wednesday, Thursday. So 
I was like, well, if you have anything for Tuesday, like, I know, again, that's random, but she was like, no, I have a Tuesday. So me and my girlfriend went up to Toronto for my consultation and the doctor was lovely. The nurses were lovely. Everything that I wanted, like they specialize in natural, they specialize in this new, like top of the line technique. So she was like, if you want to go ahead with the surgery, even if you're contemplating it and you just want to like sleep on it, let's book you in for a surgery date and then your deposit will hold it. We'll just need your deposit in a week. So I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. Let's do it because I don't want to be like waiting months after or whatever. And I also have a ton of travel plans, a ton of fun things I want to do this summer because pandemic took the last two or three years of our life. I'm ready to live my best freaking life this summer. So easier said than done, but hold me to that, please. Um, anyway, so she booked me in drumroll for March 20th. So I'm literally going in a couple of days and I'm so excited. My mom is going up with me. We have to stay in Toronto for the night because he's going to see me for a checkup the next day. And oh my God, I am so excited. I was literally having a shower, washing my hair. And I was just like imagining like going into the clinic and I was imagining like coming back not back out of surgery, but like, you know, when you wake up after surgery and I just imagined like looking down and just like, I just started crying, like crying because that's how happy this is going to make me. So I'm so like watching TikTok right now, like all these cute outfits, because truly I wanted a boob job because I am a tall girl, like five foot nine. I've got broad shoulders. I've got wide hips. Like I am not a petite person in any circumstance. And I feel like the fact that I literally have zero curves at all, I've always just felt so masculine. I hate wearing certain clothes. Like the last couple of years, I feel like my style has just turned into like this oversized chic grandpa look. And I'm not mad about it, but I would like to have like a little bit of a curve underneath the oversized sweater. Okay. So I'm so excited for it. The how clothes will fit and oh, just my confidence. I cannot wait. So please wish me luck. Evil eye, you are jealous. Don't send me your negative vibes, babe. Be happy for me because I am doing exactly what you're doing. If I can do it, so can you. Like save your money, hustle. If you want something bad enough, you will make it happen. Oh, I'm so excited. That literally was like a nine minute story. Um, really wanted to bring you on board though. Cause like I said, you're my besties and I, I wanted to share with you. And especially because I feel like I've told my clients because obviously I had to book off a week off work and so many people have questions. So many people are like, oh my God, you're living my dream. I really want a boob job. I have so many questions. So <laughs> you got lash questions, DM me. You got boob questions, DM me girlfriend. But anyway, let's get into this episode today. This episode is going to be basically how to recession-proof your business because there is just this daunting feeling right now that a recession is creeping in. And I am on a lot of Facebook groups for lash artists and I see a lot of people talking about how their clients are dropping off, they're not making enough money anymore and they want to get a quotation second job or like a more stable career. And I don't want you to have to do that. So I want to teach you how whenever I lose a couple of clients, I immediately have a couple of more clients begging to be my client. So let's do this. Where shall I start? Let's talk about recession as a whole, because you may see little um, little bits of information going around on social media or literally even Googling it. But the beauty industry is one of the industries that is known to be recession proof, as in 
a recession is happening, the beauty industry doesn't really suffer. The beauty industry still continues to boom. And I want you to be a part of that. You don't deserve to not be a part of that. You've worked hard to where you are today. And I want you to be able to continue running your business and running your business successfully as well. The reason why the beauty industry stays recession proof is because what we do, the services we provide as estheticians, lash techs, medical estheticians, whatever you may be, the services we provide make people feel good. And when you have things in your life where you get nervous, anxious feelings when you go grocery shopping because the food prices are Lord save us right now, like so disgustingly high. When you're going grocery shopping, things like that, when you have, maybe you have kids at home, like sending all of my love to you because I can only imagine how hard it is when you've got mouths to feed as well. But when you have all these things come up in your life and you just get more stressed as time goes on and you start to budget things in your life, like maybe instead of having Netflix and Amazon and Crave and Hey You and Prime like and Disney, like instead of having all of those streaming services, this is the time where people start to cut back. Netflix with their like non-sharing compatibility thing now like I feel like they're gonna lose so much money I think they got so greedy thinking that if there are three households to every account then we'll start making triple profit of what we've been making but I truly think that like I know because a lot of my clients have told me like my sister did as well have just canceled their Netflix account because they're not having it they're not standing for it like corporations sometimes have too much greed I definitely, like, I know some people are like, I hate Jeff Bezos and I hate Amazon, but like, I am an Amazon shopper. I wouldn't, my life wouldn't be the same without Amazon right now. So I'm grateful for Amazon, but I really don't like, like, it makes me feel sick to my stomach when you see how much money, like Loblaws, so like our, one of our biggest grocery store chains have made in profit, like a billion dollars in profit in one year, just because they increase grocery price sales. So things like that, that like make me feel icky. But, but like I said, you've got these things that you're going to start budgeting your life. And for the average person, you want to keep things that still make you feel good. As in, most people will still make sure that they will go and buy a bottle of wine. Maybe, I know myself, I'm like a bread and butter stan. Like, even the Chardonnay, I'm not a Chardonnay oaky wine drinker, but bloody God, that white wine is so delicious. But I've noticed lately going into the grocery store, I'm like, I need a cheap and cheerful bottle of wine that I can just grab for like five to $10 less than my usual bottle of wine that I love and just save a little bit of money that way. But like realistically, like it just doesn't hit the same. But that's one one example for you. Things like that that bring you joy that you're not going to completely cut out of your life, but you will budget a little bit. So this is where I'm going into my next point. Everybody is different, but you need to make sure that you can convince, not even convince, you need to make sure that your clients love their lashes over everything else. Because I am a picker, so I'm like the worst client to have. Like I rip out my eyelashes because I'm too nervous and anxious. I'm fiddly hands, whatever. But I am someone who I will pick my nails over my lashes. But that's the reason why. It's because I'll rip out my eyelashes anyway. But there's a lot, a lot, a lot of clients because they're all my clients that would rather pick lashes over nails. So you just have to change you just have to turn your clients into literal raving fans of lash extensions I know you can do that I'm gonna 
give you my best favorite tips to be able to do that. So something that you want to be able to do, and it's a sales psychology thing, is when you're talking about something that you're saying, you want to like confirm and ingrain it in your client or the customer that they're making the right decision. I am someone who's like this, like if I'm going to buy something, I need to be sold on it. Like tell me that this is going to benefit me. Tell me how much I'm going to love it. Tell me how much my life is going to change. And I need to be told like way more than once. Okay. So with something like this, I will give you an example is at the end of my client's fills, most of the time, like literally my clients love their lashes. So they'll go, oh my God, best feeling ever. Fresh lash day. Like best fills, fill days are the best days. I'm like, truly they are like mascara has nothing on us. One little comment mascara has nothing on extensions that is confirming to her that yes, you're making the right decision, babe. Like I stand behind you. Mascara could never do what lash extensions does. So like I said, in that moment of her maybe thinking, oh, maybe I should start budgeting a few little things. Maybe I'll stop getting my lash extensions and I'll buy a new mascara instead. You've just confirmed to her that the decision she's making to not budget her lash extensions is the right one. You know what I mean? I also learned this when I used to be in the server industry, that when you try to upsell someone, whether it was like a bigger beer or like guac for an extra $3, when you do that and you're giving eye contact and you're saying this, I'm literally doing it as I'm saying this right now, but you're nodding. You're like confirming that like, this is a great decision for you. Like you want to buy that guacamole because that guacamole is going to change your dinner. So you need to do little things like that to be able to confirm and basically just be on their side, like agree with them because you know, you're not lying either and you're not being pushy. You're not being a sleazy salesperson because you know that mascara literally could never do what we do, right? So just being on their side and confirming with them that they're doing the right thing by sticking with you. Whilst money is a little tight as well, we really need to be making sure that people are getting the value out of what they're spending. Me right now, if I'm going to get fast food, takeout, whatever it may be, like if I'm paying for something, I expect it to be right now. Especially like going to Starbucks, like if I am buying a $7 coffee in a recession, I expect it to be perfect. I am not settling for any less right now. If I'm spending this money, I want it to, referring to lash extensions, I want them to last three weeks. I want my experience to be great. I want to look great. I want to have my lashes the way that I want to have them. So really, really, really making sure that you're elevating your business during this time, especially if you have had a few clients leave you. This is the time that you have a little bit of downtime to like sit sit down, look inwards in yourself, in your business and really figure out like, what could I be doing? How can I switch things up a little bit? One of the things that I really think is important is after a while, your clients, whether they've been coming to you for like a month or even like a year, I like to check in sometimes. Hey, like I know we've been doing this style for a year, but like, are you still loving them? Do you want to switch something up? Like, I think they look amazing on you. Again, installing the fact that they do look amazing on her, but we could try something else if you wanted to. Most of the time they'll say no, but it is really, really nice to be able to ask that because it shows that you care and you it shows that you actually care that they're happy with the results. So again, little things like that, um, creating a better environment, a client experience. Do you have online booking yet? If you don't get online booking, my clients love it, whether it's like three o'clock in the morning and they panic book because they forgot to book or they want to be able to sit and look at my calendar and then look at their calendar and figure out what is best. Online booking really elevates a client experience.
If you don't already have a memory foam gel topper on your lash bed, go and buy one yesterday, yesterday. Go on Amazon, go buy a twin size, cut it down to the right size, put it on your goddamn bed. Put it on your bed. This will elevate the experience so much and just doing these little things that literally only cost you, I think it was like $80 maximum. Little things that can really, really elevate your lash experience because Sally down the road, does she have a gel memory foam topper? Does she have online booking? Does she take debit or credit? Because I'm putting a lot on my credit card right now during this recession. You need to make sure that you are hitting all the points that your client really, really needs. If you can't think of what these points are, then really put yourself in the shoes of the client. Go through your whole service. Go through what it's like to come onto your page, to leave your studio, like really, really think and figure out how you can make a better elevated experience. A couple of examples that I have seen online and something that I'm going to be doing in the future, not right now, if you're a client listening to this, I'm not doing it right now, but I have the idea to do it in the future is I saw someone else post on their Instagram saying how they are freezing their prices for the rest of 2023 because they understand how difficult it is right now budgeting life things. I think that is a huge selling point. If you are someone who you're struggling to bring clients in the door, maybe freezing your prices for 2023 and using that as a marketing and selling point could be really beneficial to bringing in clients because those clients who know they can afford you right now will be committed to invest the time into you and stay with you knowing that they are going to be a client for the rest of 2023. I also think myself personally, so I think I am due for a price raise not doing it right now, but I know that it's coming. I know that it's time. I haven't increased my prices. I want to say 13, 14, no, probably like 15 months now. And there is like some other lash techs that I see in the city that like my price is kind of matching theirs right now. And I know that my work is so much more elevated and my experience is more elevated. So I kind of need my price to reflect that. So something I was thinking about was instead of just being like, boom, here's my price raise, girls deal with it. I really want to add some value into that. Like, hey, yeah, your fill may be an extra 10 to $15 now, but I am adding X, Y, and Z on top of it. So it's like, a win-lose situation. It's not even a lose. Like my clients are getting the value out of the quality of their lashes and how they shed and how long they last. But I just want to make sure that it's not so much of a a take, take, take. It's like a a take, give, give. If that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. If you have any questions on that, DM me and I'll help you come up with some like creative ideas to market during a recession. Um, Another thing that I think could save you a little bit of coin if you're looking to save a little bit of money. I know I just told you to go get an online booking site, which probably will cost you like 10 to $35 a month. But I think that is worth the investment. And I think something if you want to cut back on money, if you want to cut back and save a little bit of money, then maybe start ordering things in bulk. Like I buy my iPads, my under iPads off Amazon. And I know for a fact, it's a lot more expensive to buy like a pack of 20 compared to like a pack of two or 300. That's the same with certain lash brands too. I know that if you want to place a bulk order of like $1,000 or a certain amount of lash trays, then you'll save a lot of money. And I know some of you probably literally winced at the fact that I said $1,000, you probably like shriveled up inside and it made you really scared. But if you know you're actually going to be using those lash trays, 
why not, right? Like you're going to be saving money in the long run. Yeah, it'll be a fat bill on your credit card, but it'll save you money in the long run. It could save you like $1,000 in the long run, depending on how much you're saving, right? So maybe look around, maybe start trying some different brands that do offer a bulk order, because I think that is like a huge beneficial thing that could save you a little bit of money. And then my last point of today's episode, I feel like I have talked so fast during this episode. I'm so sorry, but if I'm like excited about something or like passionate about something, I can talk a mile a minute. And I know with like half of my British accent, half of my Canadian accent that's like started from out east, it's like really marbles in my mouth sometimes. But another way that not to save money and not anything to do with client-based, but maybe if you're looking to have another stream of income is looking for another stream of income. Instead of quitting your passion, instead of quitting your career that you've just built and this business you've just built, maybe you should look at another way to make money. Maybe I'm just going to give you some examples. See if any of them light your fire. If not, go on TikTok, streams of income, examples of streams of income, like new streams of income. See what is on there. So an extra stream of income could be starting a product line. That one could be pricey and a big investment though to start. But if you've got that dream and if you've got the downtime right now, maybe this is the right time to start creating online courses. You don't have to create like a how to be a lash tech type of thing. You can just create how to get the best retention. Like what are you good at? How to do a great client consultation. Um, There's so many things that you could do like an ebook on. Um, I've seen there's someone on Instagram that I really love to follow. Her name is Lana Lashes, Lana Lashes. And she sells these wispy ebooks and she's done incredible. Like I know she's made like 10 to $30,000 days because she'll just sell like a $70 ebook. Um, another thing that you could do is maybe creating like an Amazon affiliate link. Um, another thing you could do is maybe creating Canva templates and selling them as templates for people who are struggling with social media with their business. Maybe you can start coaching. Maybe you can start selling retail to your clients. Like there are so many options. And I think sometimes as lash techs or lash artists, we can stay so far into our bubble and like close ourselves off into this box and not think bigger picture. Like I want you to think bigger picture. You are not just a lash tech. You are a business owner. Like you have an entrepreneurial brain that not everybody has. So use it. Do some research, do some homework, get on social media, get on YouTube, TikTok, Google some stuff, and I know you'll be able to figure it out because I have all faith in you. You started this business, there's no way you're going to fail and let it crumble during a recession. You have more grit in you than that. I know you do because entrepreneurs have to have grit. We have to have the stamina. Remember, it is not a sprint, it's a marathon. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gave you a nice kick up the bum, a nice inspirational, like light my fire all over again. Because like I said, I don't want you to give up. If you need someone to talk to, you know where you can find me. You can find me on all of the social media platforms at Lash Sis Lizzie. The easiest way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. So if you have any questions, you need someone to chat to, please send me a DM. My DMs are always open. I love connecting with you guys. I love chatting with you guys. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would absolutely love if you took a screenshot of today's episode, share it on your story, tag me in it. That will mean the world to me. And just to see that you're enjoying the show and the episode really, really means the world. So 
Thank you so much for being here. Remember, secrets don't make friends. Enjoy your freaking weekend. Wish me luck. Bye.